Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Wednesday with President Biden and former President Trump both deeply unpopular. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is trying to be what many voters say they want, and that's something different. But is there a path for a third party candidate? Eliza Collins, national political reporter at The Wall Street Journal, has attended some rallies to see what voters are saying. Eliza, what have you found? So I went out and talked to a RFK rally. I've covered him on and off since he first announced. But the context I had this time was in Wall Street Journal poll. This poll is really quite dismal for Biden. It's his lowest numbers we've seen of his presidency in approval. The voters also don't like Trump. And so... We've, we've seen this, we hear it when we talk to voters out um, in battleground states. They just are not excited about a rematch between the two. But what really struck me with RFK supporters is how many people voted for one of the two, Trump or Biden, in 2020, and say they won't do it again. And that matches with our polling, which had almost one-fifth of voters say they will support a third-party candidate. Now, that could absolutely change as we get closer. That's not enough to win an election. Third-party candidates do not have a history of winning, but it is enough to change tight margins in battleground states. Mm. I'm located in Arizona. It was decided by 10,000 votes. So a third-party candidate could absolutely influence that, and RFK Jr., is the biggest recipient of those voters. He was 8% in our poll. Again, not enough to win, but a sizable chunk in a really tight election. All right, so does his campaign have to, I guess, logistically do a lot of work here? Because to to appear on a ballot right in in a particular state is not always easy. Right, and that's what they're doing. So if you become the nominee for the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, you get to run on that party line. So you have to go through the primary process, but then it's easy. If you're an independent candidate, you need to follow each state's individual rules, and there are a lot of them, and they're really different. So when I saw Kennedy most recently, he was in Utah, which is not a competitive battleground state. It's a Republican-leaning state, and I was like, what is he doing here? Um, Well, he was there to collect signatures. That was the first state that he could appear on the ballot. So outside, his campaign was walking through collecting signatures from voters. He has to do that all across the country. And different states have much higher margins. Some states require a running mate to appear on their ballot. Oh, wow. So that's really the focus of his campaign right now is just even getting on the ballot. So there's absolutely a chance he doesn't appear on every state, though his campaign says he will, and that's their focus. We're speaking with Eliza Collins, national political reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Her story is called, Voters Want Something Different. Is it RFK Jr.? All right, so where do his supporters go if he does not appear on a particular state's ballot? So that's really what we're trying to get at, because often independent candidates poll higher ahead of an election than how they actually vote when it comes down to seeing the really competitive election, say it's Trump and Biden, as we expect it to be, voters may actually come home. Um, So some voters I talked to, particularly people from competitive states, were really aware that their vote could matter. And, you know, I said, if voting for RFK means the candidate you don't want wins, would it stop you. 
And in some of these battleground states, people said, you know, no, I really dislike Trump. So if vote for RFK met Trump won, I would vote for Biden. Or I really dislike Biden. So if a vote for you know, meant Biden won, I wouldn't do it. But there were a whole bunch of voters who said, no, I'm sticking with it. I voted for the person I wasn't excited about in 2020, and I regret it. So it's a real mix. And something really interesting about RFK and the voters he pulls from is he pulls from both sides. So it's a real mix of people who back Trump in 20 or Biden in 20. It's not one side or the other. He had initially run as a Democrat in the Democratic primary and ultimately dropped out. He wasn't gaining enough support there. But he's a member of, you know, the most famous Democratic part, uh, family in history. Yeah. And he's running as an independent. But speaking of that, did you say in your story that, that like, even some of his siblings don't want him to run? Yeah. So um, that has been happening all along. But after he announced he was going to run as an independent, several of his siblings came out and said, you know, this is dangerous for the country. They didn't want him to run. They disagreed with that. And they're concerned, These, you know, this is a Democratic family. They want Biden to be able to win again and beat Trump. Thanks, Eliza. Eliza Collins, national political reporter at The Wall Street Journal. By the way, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has collected enough signatures to appear on the 2024 presidential ballot in Utah, the first state where the independent candidate has qualified.